0: Bergkamp. Perez, Walter makes a run ahead of him. can suddenly changed pace through the center. It's Bergkamp. That's magnificent. The move, and then this which left Dabby's ass totally stranded. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to a Burkett Wonderland and Arsenal podcast. As you can see, don't change the screens. Uh, I am not questioning your powers of acute observation. I'm clearly not Danny. It's Deke. And I'm on my own. I'm a Todd. Um and uh, yeah we're here to discuss uh, the fantastic 4-1 win over Leeds which I have jotted down an absolute plethora uh, of notes uh, make it to maybe four pages actually. Um good evening everybody um or as Danny would say good morning good afternoon good evening depending where you are in the world. Um just a few things to open up before we have a discussion uh, about the game and as well as obviously say hello to everybody in the chat um two things to cover. One Obviously, we haven't been here uh, for a post-game in about three weeks. Um, lots of stuff has been going on behind the doors, you know, IRL stuff. Um, so I just want to give a gentleman's nod to the one and only Danny the GFP, the man that I have known for many a year. Um, fantastic man, the man who created everything that you see before you. Um, and uh, yeah, he's got some stuff going on. So here I am to uh, take the rein and hopefully do a decent job. Uh, the second thing... Is as you can see, I am on my own. Normally, there is a someone that I can have a chin wag with, or something or other, or other, or other. But as you can see, I'm very much on my own today. Uh, this was a this was a uh, an active choice on my behalf. The reason being is uh, the reason why I started doing the post game uh, interviews um, with ABW again in the last year or so is because I get on really, really well with Danny. Danny's a great guy, um, and he is uh, got some stuff going on. So, um. I just thought I'd do this on my own. Um, the reason being, exactly, Danny, Danny the man, 100%. Um, sorry, well, uh, well, I'll say hello to everybody in just a moment. Um, but, I, you know, I, I've streamed on Twitch for, for many years. I don't do it anymore, but I used to do it full time uh, for a number of years. So I'm used to uh, sort of moving things forward on my own, inter- interacting with chat, having a discussion. So I'm hoping that I can, you know, pull from those pieces of nuggets of experience to be able to, Uh, handle the show on my own but thanks to everybody that's jumping in by the way it is super duper appreciated obviously we've got lots to talk about because what a game that was eh? uh yep so if you uh you know if you want to send love to danny you know obviously um his twitter handle if you don't know his twitter handle uh for just for confirmation on it it's i think it's just the gfp i'm pretty sure um hold on easier if i just do this instead isn't it oh that's why because i'm not on the right twitter that's why i was like why can't i find him it's because i'm logged into Burcamp. uh yeah it's just at the underscore gfp so if you want to go and send him some love uh you're more than welcome to please just go and give the guy some love the guys you know you know you know danny's a fantastic man so that's the reason why uh you know Uh that we're that I'm here and I'm doing it. So yeah, so let's just say hello to some people then because Danny likes to do the hellos with people and show that shows them up on the screen. So we've got Paul. What's going on, Paul? You jumped in here quite early before the stream. So I appreciate that. Thanks very much. Phil, the main man, Phil, what's going on? Greetings from running um was it Hunston? I don't even know where that is, mate, but so what's going on? Uh Rudy, good evening. Good evening. Obviously. Um, oh, of course, the Villa result. Did it finish 2-0? I didn't even see did it finish two nil spending over 700 million pounds in the space of less than six months and losing two 0 good stuff well played um hi hello hello uh we got uh, rudy need a beer uh, that would be that would go down really really well um don't have any beer in the house actually so i need to rectify that at some point uh jim evening all or evening yeah everybody in the chat as well so that's cool phil Hey, dude, what's going on, my man? Uh, Rudy, relentless Arsenal today. Not the greatest performances, especially in the first half, but result is decent. At the end of the day, sometimes you've just got to grind out and get the result, and that's what we'll do. And, you know, we'll, uh, we'll win the fucking thing. I'm a French. Sorry about that. Um, hope Danny's okay. Yeah, just chuck him some love. Um, obviously, I'm not going to have a discussion about it or anything like that. It's his business. But I just wanted to give him a gentleman's nod to the man himself. Uh, Danny the man, well said, well said. Um, hope Danny is well. Love him. Yeah, just go and send him some love on Twitter. Um. Uh, so he's at the underscore GFP. Just go and chuck him some love. Um. Rancid pumpkin. I hope he's okay. I wish Danny all the best. Yeah, he's he's all right. He just got some. He's got some stuff going on. Just uh, just chuck him some love. Um. If he wants to have a chat with the, uh, with you about it and and, and in, in deeper in deeper conversation, then if that's up to himself. Uh We got Phil again. If anyone can do solos, it's you, Deeks. Thank you very much, Phil. That's very pleasant of you, sir. London is blue not even going to finish that sentence even as a joke with a cap on the end possibly uh rancid in the second half of the table nice nice like what you see what you did there appreciate you d paul thank you so much i really appreciate it as well uh get on with the dig nick i will i'm just saying i'm trying to do the thing where danny says hello to people in this at the start right just uh it's norfolk coast uh i moved up here three weeks three weeks ago oh well well played on the move i'm hoping it's a a positive positive one um it's 18 bloody miles from a kfc or a train station yeah i i, I get it we where i live near derby there's not much love in regards to uber eats which is which is good which is good maestro love you dude thanks for popping in danny is abw completely and utterly agree with you there nick um thanks for popping by the way by the way uh by the way i appreciate it martin Ellie was a uh, dude of the match oh, i like that one i'm gonna i'm gonna use that one from now on uh, and clock orange want Chelsea to go even lower in the table. I think everybody agrees with me on that. And uh, you on that one, uh, Phil needs to further away from me. Oh, poor Phil. Um, yeah, but let's let's have a discussion, shall we? Because um, as I said, I've got lots and lots uh, that I have written about. Um, I predicted at the start of uh, well, the start of the game, or before the game, or last night. I predicted a six nil win. We were close ish. Um, I know that uh, we posted up on the ABW um, Twitter that we uh, we were like four nil win let's not include the massively deflected goal of Zinchenko uh, as anything other than that. So, but uh, let's have a discussion then. So let's get the lineup. Um, if you have any questions or anything like that, whilst we are um, going through anything, please don't hesitate. Just, just jump up and say something. I will put it up on the screen and we can have discussions about it. Uh, has been for the two of us. Nice. There's what's that? What's that? There's, there can only be one. Anyway, lineup Saka on the bench for the first time. In 52 games in a row, which is that's just an insane thing to think about. On a positive note, it means that we have the squad depth in that that area, the ability of Trossard to be able to use his utility for both his feet, his ambidextrous, to be able to uh, play out on the right wing, um, which proved to be... Um, uh, I think he had a slow start, um, but ended up obviously getting involved in the game and, and performing really, really well. Um, Trossard starting with Jesus as well. I thought that was going to be really, really good with the Martinelli situation as well. Um, you know, the fact that Martinelli plays really, really well with like an auxiliary styled striker and he's got two of them on the pitch and Martinelli for me was man of the match. I know that he obviously didn't get onto the score sheet this time, but I thought he was fantastic. I thought he was dangerous throughout the entire game. Um, it should have been six nil. Uh, we need to overtake city with a goal difference. It will come. It will come. I'm not worried at all. Not worried at all. Even though they put in a decent performance today against Liverpool with another four one. Victory uh, without the likes of Haaland. but uh, you know Alvarez is a is a pretty decent striker. Um, so uh, what else we got here? Yeah, holding starts again. So the Saliba situation. Um, we're hoping the back issue is going to be, uh, and he'll be back. Sorry, um, he'll be back at any moment. Hopefully uh, before the Liverpool game. So we'll have to wait and see there. Um, but lineup as I said, not much, uh, not much to, to scream and shout about. It was nice to see Saka get a rest and you know didn't bite us in the bum um tactics i thought it was pretty much standard stuff um we know what works um, you know don't if it's not broke don't fix it sort of thing um what do we got here uh my cuz got me full of april Fools' today uh, do you know what i didn't i saw quite a few obviously it's april 1st i saw quite a few april Fools' jokes today but i didn't really grab onto any of them i was just like it's too smart for all of this now uh, he told me viera became spurs manager <laughs> okay nice that's pretty decent actually uh, uh yes uh, i thought we were really really not i thought we were really really good um, so yes, let's just jump straight into it, shall we? So we've got the opening moments of the game. Um, Leeds, I don't know if you noticed, they had the kickoff. Um, oh, sorry about that. They had the, uh, they had the kickoff. They did something very, very similar to Bournemouth. I don't know if you guys noticed that. They obviously had a bit of a rub of the green towards the end of that piece of play, which managed to get the ball in and they managed to get a shot, but it was a very similar kind of playing out to the, um, you know, the side where Zinchenko sits kind of like Zinchenko is that inverted wing back. And we're abusing that far right-hand side of the pitch. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but that was, uh, that was interesting to me. Uh, nonetheless, um, as well, um, on a defensive, um, point Leeds were very much playing a, a back five, which I, uh, which I thought was interesting. Obviously they're trying to squash the game. Um, and, uh, we, uh, we, we struggle with situations like that. I saw Phil in Norwich Chapelfield over Christmas. He was in Ann Summers. Okay. Um, then we got early doors. Uh, Xhaka, Clash of Knees. I don't know if you guys saw that. There was a moment where um, there was a bit of a collision. Xhaka running in and uh, bumping into somebody. Uh, and uh, it was a little like a clash of knees, but he was very much in pain, but it looked like he was able to run it off, which he obviously ended up doing and getting himself on the score sheet, which we'll talk about um, when we come up to that. Um, nervy start as well, guys. I don't know how you feel about the start of the game. Um, pipe up in chat if you, if you, what you thought about the uh, the opening uh, sort of 20 minutes of the game, I'll say well, 10 minutes of the game. very, very nervous. I'm not entirely sure what that's all about. Um, even the Emirates, was quite timid in comparison to how we've normally been this um, so far this season. So that was interesting. was um, so tight first half. Um, they had lead sometimes by a big side. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, as I said, w- um, when they were in, the, when they were playing defensively, they had five in the back, and even and even still, um, their central midfielders were dropping quite deep and filling in as well into pockets which made it very, very difficult. But we know that once we get one goal, the floodgates open, they're going to have to play a little bit more progressive. And then we can obviously score a few more goals. And that's ended up. That's end, you know that's what happened basically. Um, what a prat I get my gear online. Oh, is that about the end summers thing? Nice. Nice. Uh, Philippa Macker. Okay. okay. You're having a little thing. In the- nice. Nice. Um, so yeah. Um, there was moments as well, um, It was there was moments uh, even in the defensive parts of the game where it was really good to see Gabriel Jesus back. I completely forgot to mention that. Obviously, it's Gabriel Jesus' his first start in, I what was it? I don't even know how long it was. Was it like six months? I think it's six months, guys. That's crazy to think. Um, but yes, yeah, his first start in six months. It's great to see him back. If you haven't seen the three-part documentary um, to, to Coming Back Stronger, I think it's called on... You can watch it on YouTube or you can watch it on arsenal.com. It's like a three-part mini-series following the progress of Gabriel Jesus and the communications between Brazil when they found out what happened and and the tear in the knee um, and basically going all the way up to the moment where he was reintroduced with the substitution appearances. So um, it's a really, really interesting uh, documentary. Once again, it's uh, progressive thinking um, from the Arsenal media team to be able to cover something like that so you can kind of see the progression of of getting a player back onto the pitch. Um, I really enjoyed it. So if you haven't seen it already, go and check it out. I think it's it's a three-part series, but as I said, it's a mini one. So in total, it's probably going to be about 45, 45 minutes of your day. So I would recommend it. I would recommend it. Um, as I said, Gabriel Jesus brings that stability up front, but also brings that stability in the defensive as well. He's got that tracking back ability. Pep Guardiola calls in one of the best pressing forwards in the world. We see that day in, day out. Well, obviously, last, last year anyway, in the start of the season, we saw that. And we're starting to see it again today as well when he got the start against Leeds. Um, he brings that calmness on the ball, which we really, really miss. Uh, Nick's posted it in the chat, uh, part one. Um, and then you can obviously, it'll be recommended for part two and part three. So thank you very much, Nick. I appreciate that. Uh, just a word on how bad Liverpool were. No help to us. At the end of the day, right, I, I think I tweeted it. Hold on. Let me see if I can find this tweet, right? I tweeted something. Uh hold on, hold on, hold on. There we go. My fault for thinking Liverpool are a decent footballing outfit anymore. Jesus, what a joke they are, getting played off the park. If you didn't watch the game, I really I Fabinho and Henderson, they just they're just walking around all the time, pretty much. They just don't have the legs in them anymore, and it's really, really starting to show. So on, it is what it is. They're kind of bit's annoying because we've got that nugget of like, oh, oh, they could actually do it. And then City just they just did what City always do and just played them off the park, really, to be honest with you. Um, We are the Arsenal going all the way this season. Completely agree with you, Running Commando, man. Welcome. Thanks for popping by. I really, really appreciate it. Um, Two goals from um, Jesus is going to send these confidence through the roof. So um, we'll talk about the penalty when it comes up because there's something that I've noticed about it. I don't know if anyone else noticed, but there is something that I noticed about it that I really loved about Odegaard. Um, but as I said, we'll discuss that as we, uh, we come up to it. Ain't clearly hit the knee of Jesus, clearly pen for me. 100%. I agree. It is a pen. We'll come up to that in just a moment. I think it's the, uh, yeah, 31 minutes. So we'll come up to that in just a moment. I've got a few other things that I want to have a discussion about. Um, it was bad. If you're talking about the clashing of knees, then yes. Um, and uh, we've got here as well. John Welsh uh, said City are a better side without Haaland. So it's all John's fault. I agree with that sentiment. Um, it's quite widely no- widely known that Pep Guardiola didn't want Haaland because Pep likes to play with non-strikers, a strikerless formation, and Haaland is very much that. As much as he's scored 42 goals this season, which is just an incredible achievement within itself, and we kind of knew that was coming, however, he's very much a striker. Um, and Pep loves to play that free-flowing attacking football. It's all interchanging constantly. And that's what we're doing at the Arsenal. And that's the reason why Martinelli plays up with Gabriel Jesus and Trossard so well. Because no one's really a striker striker. No one's like a number nine. They're all kind of auxiliary false nines. Um, and I really, really like that. So, uh, yeah, um, John Walsh got it spot on. City are better without Harlan Paradox. But it's it, it completely the truth. I completely agree with you there. Um, we'll beat Liverpool next week. We will. I'm not worried about Liverpool. Um, I think obviously with the game at the start, at the start of the season where we beat them three, two at the Emirates, we still had that mindset of this is Liverpool of the last few years. And we're seeing now that's not the case. So I'm hoping that the Arsenal players have got in their mind. This is a fucking awful Liverpool side right now. Let's completely take advantage of it. And I am mean, hoping that's what's going to happen. Um, um, I noticed as well uh, Martinelli was playing up the top. Gabriel Jesus was kind of chopping and changing, which I really, really liked. It's got that free fluid attacking, as I was just talking about as well. Um, Martinelli winning the ball. He's got the tracking back ability, which I really, really loved. Um, and uh, let's, what else we've got here? Uh, I've got, I've, I made so many notes, like an unbelievable amount of notes. It's crazy. Liverpool always different though. I completely and utterly agree with you. We saw... The prime video documentary uh, from the start of the season, uh, from the previous season, where we all know how that ended, missing out on top four football. Um, But uh, there was that moment where Arteta got out the speakers and played um, You Never Walk Alone whilst they were training to kind of get them in the atmosphere. Because Cy is completely correct. Playing at Anfield is a different kettle of fish. But I'm really hoping that the Arsenal players have gotten it over their heads that this Liverpool team is not the same Liverpool of the last few years. So the atmosphere is going to be still there, but the team is very much not. They are very much, they're a shadow of their former selves since Lamane Le uh, Mane left. That's for sure. I don't know how you guys, if you guys agree with me on that one. Um, I thought Somerville was really, really good for for, uh, for Leeds. Sorry. I thought he was, uh, I thought he had a decent, uh, I thought he had a decent game out of all the Leeds players. I thought he had a decent game. Um, leads sort of stifling, strangling the game, kind of stopping us from playing football. The referee had a few moments as well where I thought he's, his, uh, his decision making was a uh, was a little bit uh, unsure in every single which, which way. Um, and then we got the uh, we got the penalty, um, uh, which we are going to discuss now. So we have got the penalty here. Um, just too much. Jesus has just got too much. He's got that technical ability about him. Um, wherever it is on the pitch, it doesn't really matter whether it's in our first uh, in our uh, penalty box or in. Or in their penalty box, and he's just got too much. I heard some talks as well that apparently some people were thinking it was a penalty or it wasn't a penalty. So I'd like to hear what you guys think. Did you think this was a penalty? Did you not think it was a penalty? Did you think it was a light penalty? I think a penalty was well, like Vin Diesel, isn't it, from from Fast and Furious? Uh, you know, winning's winning. A is a penalty, right? There was contact made on the knee of Gabriel Jesus and uh, you know contact was made and we go down and and uh, the VAR system as well said that it was a completely clear clear penalty. So uh, let me know what you guys thought if it was a penalty or not. Um Haaland was not a player pet player. True. He would trade Haaland for Odegaard before he had his second glass of wine. Completely agree with you. Completely agree with you. I love Odegaard. Oh my god. I can't I, can't, I still really can't believe that we managed to sign Odegaard. What a player. Um, City lost at Liverpool. Any big six? I completely agree with you. I just, I really, it's got that PMA about me, you know, that positive mental attitude. Uh, was so chuffed uh, when Herb Garden, nice, uh, gave the ball to Jesus, definitely a pen. So, um, and Nick said, uh, I think it was soft, but I'd be upset if it was against us. Completely agree. Um, so I just put, it was, it's not a penalty if a player was sacker, but it was a bit, um, if player was sacker, but it's a bit soft. I agree. It was a soft penalty, but a penalty is a penalty. Now, the thing that I noticed, obviously, uh, Phil calling him Herb Garden. That's my new favorite name for Odegaard. Um, Odegaard had this thing because obviously the, everybody I'm guessing around the world was screaming at the screen going, give it to Gabriel Jesus. He needs the goal to kickstart him to go, and he obviously gets another goal, to, to, to get his scoring boots back on. You know, it's just, it's been six months since his first, uh, since the start for Arsenal. We really need him to get that goal and this is a fantastic opportunity. He's won the penalty. It makes complete and utter sense, but you see Odegaard sort of hovering around the penalty spot with the ball in his hand, sort of focusing and just looking down and, you know, In moments like that, the other team is trying to mess with him. Um, The defenders, the goalkeeper—they're all trying to get into his head, mind games, so on and so forth. So they're all trying to pile pressure on um, on Erdogan and every other Arsenal player is kind of hovering around and doing stuff. Um, As I said, I thought it was a fantastic moment where you see Erdogan giving the ball to Gabriel Jesus the moment the penalty is about to be taken, which gave Gabriel Jesus the you know no pressure. No atmosphere, no mind games aimed towards him, giving him a fresh and open mind to go up and take the penalty. Odegaard took all that on the on the chin, and then gave it over to uh, to Gabriel Jesus, which he calmly slotted down the middle of the uh, the middle of the goal, which was just you know just standard stuff from him. I really think. Uh, what have we got here? Winning at Anfield is going to be hard. I agree with you, Clock. Uh, but I, I think we've I think we I think we still got it. What well, we got, what it takes. Um, it only a dive if Kane does it. Agreed, Patrick. Welcome. How you doing? Uh, I'm crap at remembering names, so give me nicknames instead. Ah, I like it. Hub Garden. Give me a list of other names as well throughout the uh, throughout the stream, because um, I'm interested to see your your concept on other people's names. So that'd be quite funny. Um, Zex. I'm hoping that I pronounce that name right. Welcome. Saka is invincible this season. I love, as I said, I love the fact that we allowed him to have a break this more, um this afternoon um, and uh, not give him his 53rd start in a row. Crazy to think, but, you know, we managed to give him a rest and we've got the abilities of Trossard to be able to come on and do the business. And Jesus Christ, Trossard's incredible. Absolutely incredible player. I tweeted out Trossard in 11 appearances now for the Arsenal has got seven assists and one goal. The guy is and he's done it in a couple of months. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, Rudy, we played our best games away from the Emirates this season, so I expect another win for the mighty Arsenal. Rudy, completely agree. I'd take a draw at Anfield and the Etihad. I think that would be a smart decision, but I'd love to go all the way. But Nick, that's a that's a very uh, astute idea, that's for sure. Um, so yeah, great penalty from from Erdigard. He's holding the ball the entire time, made me think it's Erdigard. So he's getting, he got into my head even. That's how smart he is. Love him anyway. So Gabriel Jesus managing to get his first goal in uh, in quite some time uh, since obviously before the World Cup, and it was good to see him. Um, enjoy it as well embrace it and it's a good place as well scoring his first goal back at the emirates it kind of i think the stung sting would have been taken out if it was an away game so it's really nice that he managed to get it at the emirates i think that really really helped um 40th minute martinelli having a shot um from distance and luke ailing kind of fumbling it and but not managing to get into the back of the net it is what it is i thought martinelli had a great game then about you guys i thought we had a freaking amazing game uh, and then uh, first half is done. I uh, I thought the game was, was, was fairly even in all respects, if I'm honest with you, up until the penalty. Um, Leeds were kind of strangling the game and uh, slowing the game down, playing very, very defensive, you know, closing all the pockets up. Um, but we managed to get the penalty, which broke the deadlock, meaning that Leeds would have to come out in the second half and really push at us, which works for us beautifully. And that's what happened. Uh, 46th minute. Martinelli plays it down the left hand side, puts the ball across the goal face, the goal of the, uh, the face of the goal, fake goal of the face, goal of the face, face of the goal. And uh, Mr. Benny Blanco, the man himself, he's been there before. This is his second goal this season. And he goes and puts it into the back of the net. That's the, that's that's twice now he's scored a goal like that, does not he? It's craziness, craziness. Um, so it was a beautifully well taken goal from him. There was no need of issues of looking at a wristwatch from the referee to make sure that it'd gone over the line. This one very much did. Um, fantastic goal from from Mister Benny Blanco, um, who has been in just incredible form of late. Um, I I don't know about you guys, but when we are were at the start of the season and we were having discussions about you know Benny Blanco playing at right right back, um, uh, and uh, he was doing fairly well early doors, and we were like, "What's going on here, man? Like, are we just trying to squeeze him in because we've obviously got Saliba and he's doing really really well?" But uh, Ben White's very much just made that position his own. It's gonna, make, it's gonna make the summer transfer window extremely interesting to see what we're gonna do and how we're gonna uh, how we're gonna progress things. Uh, that's uh, that's for sure. Um, Phil, as long as we don't lose to Liverpool or City, the title will be ours. First time I've admitted that out loud. It's very nice, positive mental attitude, PMA. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. Uh, leads were done uh, as soon as we scored. What a gift uh, from Phil as well. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, Once, once obviously we got the goal, we knew that that was kind of going to be a thing, wasn't it? You know, once we score a goal, the floodgates open and then we just, just go ham on them. And that's exactly what happened. Um, 51 minutes. I just wrote here, Gabriel Jesus is just amazing winning the ball back. He's got that tracking back ability. As I said, Pep Guardiola calling him the best pressing forward in the world. 54 minutes, Trossard and Jesus combining really, really well. And uh, Trossard with seven assists uh, in 11 games. And as I said, it was just in a couple of months. A lovely passage of play uh, for the uh, for the third goal for Arsenal. Um, Trossard and Gabriel Jesus combining beautifully out on the right-hand side. I saw on um, on Twitter a few people talking about how Trossard's not playing very well in the first half. And I could probably agree with you. Um, you've got to remember, you know, he, he much very, very much prefers to play out on the left-hand side or even up front. I... I didn't know he had that in him, but there we go. There we go. Um, and uh, it took him a little bit of time to get involved in the game out on the right-hand side. As I said, allowing Saka to have a breather after 52 games in a row. Um, but yeah, um Jesus and Contross those auxiliary strikers combining beautifully with some really, really simplistic style. Wenger, Arteta, Wenger ball, one touch passing, plays it through. And, um, the run that continues from Gabriel Jesus into the box, and then um and then obviously Trossard playing it across, um and just Gabriel Jesus wanted it more. So it was really nice to see, obviously Jesus getting the first goal to kind of get him back into the swing of things. But it's also very nice as well, and uh, not only to get his brace, but a goal at, uh, in you know at a passage of play and not really a dead ball situation. So that means it's gonna it's gonna give his confidence uh just an absolute. A massive boost uh, for the upcoming games against Liverpool and City and so on and so forth. So I'm really, really happy with that. As I said, Trossard, seven assists now. Um, You know, he got those uh, assists, or was it three assists in the first 45 minutes? It's never been done before Uh, a few games ago. Who was that? I can't remember who that was against. I'm sure someone will will correct me. Um, uh, Formerly Noza, Southgate's losses are our game. Yeah, it's very interesting about, um, I'm guessing you're talking about the Ben White situation. Obviously, there was lots of discussions about what was going on there with regards to the England um, camp and what was going on with regards to Ben White. But I don't think we'll ever really know what happened there. I don't know if Ben White really cares. I'm not a fan of Gareth Southgate. Haven't been a fan of Gareth Southgate for a very, very long time. Um, I think uh, he's a very old-fashioned manager, still using the likes of Maguire and Pickford being scared to play out from the back because that's not the management style that he brings. And uh, you've got to adapt and survive, as Bear Grylls says, and that's definitely not what Southgate does, that's for sure. So, I agree with you completely and wholeheartedly. Boom, Jackalaka Boy, 10, what's going on? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, we're winning the fucking league. I can't believe it. I know, I pinch myself every single day, completely and utterly confused, but there we are. Um, question. I will try. Um, okay. So we've got this thing here. Hi, um, so I can highlight these and I can come back at the end of the show uh, or towards the end of the show while I'll answer some questions. So if you do have any questions, this is what Danny says. If you do have any questions, put a cue at the start, like what Phil just did here. And then I'll ask, I'll answer him at the end of the show. And we can all have discussions about that and everything like that. So, um, right. So back to it then. So we're in about the 60th minute here. We're about an hour into the game. Um. once the third goal had been scored, the game became extremely open. Leeds are obviously really having to now push to try and reduce that deficit or even try and get themselves back into the game. There's 12 teams at the bottom. Um, in Is it 12 teams? Or is it? Yeah, it's 12 teams. It's 12 teams in the Premier League right now that are in and around the drop, which is mind-boggling to me. Don't know how you feel about it. I've never seen such so many teams after how many games that are possibly going to go down uh, for relegation? I'm it's crazy, craziness, craziness. Um, Saka coming on 58th minute. Um, was it the 58 59th minute? Even actually. Um, and then Martinelli with an unreal effort near post. Trossard putting the ball in, and then Martinelli near post. It's unfortunate that uh, that didn't go in. That's for sure. Uh, so Gabriel Jesus uh, comes off for Saka. Really, really smart decision. Jesus. Obviously, looked frustrated with the fact that he was coming off, but this was his first start in six months. It's a very astute and smart decision to bring the guy off. He obviously wants the hat trick, but a brace. It was a beautiful, uh, it was a beautiful display from Gabriel Jesus. So, um, and and then we uh, we do a really smart decision as well, and we rest uh, the main man Thomas Party, who had a little bit of a uh, an injury scare um, during the international break. If you didn't hear about it. Don't worry, then. Don't stress yourself. People that did hear about it, just like me, having heart palpitations, everything's fine. Jorginho comes on. It's really, really smart decisions um, for those substitutions. Um, Ramsdale, I think, was uh, an unsung hero once again today. Um, you know, he not only kept the score sheet uh, like he did in the first opening 10 seconds of the game, um, but he also made a brilliant save in the sixty-third uh, minute, reading the game really, really, really well. I think positioning is a really underrated trait from a goalkeeper. Not a lot of people talk about positioning unless you really love and breathe football. Um, but positioning is a really good plate. You know, you've got you got to be in the right place to be able to get, you know, to get into get into the right areas and cover the right correct ground. Seventy-fourth um, minute here. I've got Saka is straggling. Um, Saka is struggling, mixing up there. Um, if you are putting in questions, I am highlighting those and I'll answer those at the end. Uh, we've got Boy10 here. Um, did I just say Potter with Southgate? I swear I, was only, I only smoked some government legal tobacco. That's about right. That's about right. Um, I'm a huge fan of Southgate. Uh, he's exceeded all spectators. <laughs> oh, right. Gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. Brilliant. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought, seeing as this is the first time in 52 games that Saka hasn't started, I really felt like Saka really struggled today. Um, I'm not sure how you guys felt about it, but I really felt like he struggled. Um, maybe it's just the warming up and, and being involved in the passages of play. Um, there was moments as well where he wasn't as in sync with Ben White as he usually was. Um, so uh, I don't know if that's like a thing. Obviously, this is the game now that where there's pretty much confirmation that he's going to be signing a brand new deal with Arsenal, £300,000. Um, I say, and I'm sure everybody here would agree that give the man what he wants. Mass. We all know how good Saka is, right? But obviously what he's doing for England right now, everyone else around the world is going, oh, this Saka player is pretty decent. And we're like, yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, <laughs> 75th, 75th minute Leeds um, managed to get a goal. Now, there's one thing I want to talk about here. I think Holding had a decent game. There was moments though where I felt like Holding was kind of out of his depth. I think a lot of people know as much as we love him and he's he's refreshed, loving locks, um, I'm loving the Alice band at the moment as well. That's for sure. Um, yeah, um, Holding, we are above that level now, aren't we? Um, Rob with Rob Holding, I love Rob Holding. I thought he was. I think he's a great footballer. He, we love him as a personality-wise as well. Um, but I uh, we're we're above that now. Um, I think holding um, backed off way too much for the passage of play and the, pr- and the pressing uh, from Leeds for the uh, for the goal. Um, and obviously there was a massive deflection as well from Zinchenko, which completely took it out of the path of uh, for, of Ramsdale, which is I'm sure going to be we've all seen the prime video documentary. He's going to be slightly peeved with uh, not being able to get the clean sheet in the manner that he did because if he didn't take the deflection of Zinchenko. I'm pretty confident that uh, Ramsdale makes a clean save and we don't talk about it. And the 4-0 win is very much what happens. Um, Let's go back to uh, questions from you guys. Phil, Ramy seems a lot calmer. Ramy, nice. Ramsdale. Uh, Seems a lot calmer than he has been, maybe because he uh, wasn't under pressure. Um, Yeah, I I think he had a great game today. It was unfortunate that he wasn't able to get his clean sheet due to a deflection, um, but I thought he was fantastic. There was a lot of moments where he kind of... It's, it's, it's always interesting because when a game, when a team dominates as much as we do um, this season, sometimes the keepers can kind of switch off. That's generally what we've seen over the years, not necessarily talking about Ramsdale, just talking about keepers in general. We'll see them kind of switching off and and uh, we definitely didn't see that today. Ramsdale, I thought, was, was on top of his game and uh, Phil, you're probably onto something with regards to, uh, you know, uh, feeling less pressure. That's for sure. Um, I'm going to call you Mecca. I'm going to call you Mecca because I don't want to absolutely brutalize that name. Okay. Uh, I was thinking we were going to drop point to Anfield, but after watching them today, I've moved on to the City game. I love the attitude. Keep it up. I agree. Um, Worth every penny. I'm sure everyone in the team agree, completely and utterly agree if you're talking about Rami, Yes, 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 yes. Um, Clock Orange is added boy. I think we need um, someone like Tony or Ossemane. If we sell Eddie, we can have Balogun if we cannot sell him when his stock is high. Yeah, there's obviously going to be lots of conversations um, over the summer. I think it's good to kind of leave those conversations for then because um, this summer is probably going to be the most intense summer of transfer windows I think we're ever going to see. In a, well, uh, this, we're going to see it for a very long time, that's for sure. Uh, we're looking for uh, an out-and-out striker to complement what we've got going on right now. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see what's going to happen. But I agree with uh, I agree with you. The idea of selling Eddie and keeping possibly Balogun, um, because Balogun might fit in our system a lot better than Eddie does. Let's see what happens anyway. Um, formerly, uh, Noza, we used to say we want Xhaka to play that place for Switzerland. Now would the Swiss say we want the Xhaka that plays for Arsenal? Beautifully put. Beautifully put. is my favourite player this season. Um, I can't believe, um, how Arteta has managed to kind of get into the mindset of every single individual player at Arsenal for their individual, individual wants and needs. Some players are going to want an arm around their shoulder. Some players are going to want some constructive criticism. Some players are going to want a kick up the arse. Um, Arteta apparently just said to Xhaka, I need you to play more attacking. And if you can't do it, I'm going to have to bring someone in who can. And Xhaka went, all right, I'll do it. And he's, doing it, just unbelievable ability. Um. So, yes, I, I am in mean, total uh, and utter love with jacker at the moment. That's for sure. Um. At their goal holding didn't look good. Uh. The goal was deflection from Zinny's back. Holding had an okay game. Hadn't do had much to do. Um. Yeah, Rudy. Um. As I said, uh. I think that we're beyond the level now of uh, of having having someone like Rob Holding within the side. Uh, it's nice. Obviously we. We're just as a as a just as a team in it as a whole. We're very much stronger than we have been, um, so we can have and allow players like Rob Holding to step in and deputise for the likes of William Saliba, as everyone knows has been one of the best um, centre backs in the Premier League at the moment. So, um, but yeah, Holding didn't look great for their goal, but it is what it is. We got the result in the end. But yeah, if it, it, we wouldn't be having this discussion about Rob Holding if the deflection wasn't there and Ramsdale made the save. So it is, you know, as a catch-22, I guess. Um, Keysby Knight, welcome. They trained all week for Martinelli, left Saka right, and got neither. It, yeah, completely agree. Um, Phil, we're talking about the best Arsenal team in a decade, for sure, or above holding level now. Agreed. Um, Mecca, I'm going to call you that. Yes, that's what my friends call me too. Brilliant, thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, Phil, I was talking about Saka. Oh, right. Yes. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, Rudy Arteta said that there was a bug in the Arsenal team at the moment. I did hear about that at the start of the game, that Saka wasn't apparently feeling very well. Uh, White had to break up the warm, uh, warm up early. Saka not feeling well. Hopefully we can master that till next weekend. I am not worried in the slightest. But I did hear Arteta discussing about that at the start of the game. Uh, we say that every summer dekes we do, we'll see what happens, but I'm very interested to in see who we're going to get as a alternative strike force. That's for sure. Uh, Phil, nice. And, uh, it also helps that Xhaka is never left on his own with the last man. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it, he is, uh, he's just, uh, just something else, isn't he? Um, I'm all right. I'm all right. Boy is saying to clock, I'm all right with selling and his contract might still be too fresh though. I'm not worried about that. Um, I'm probably in a minority who doesn't see any value to signing another striker in the off-season. Want a CM? Interesting. I'd like to hear your insight in that. Um, That's for sure, because I think a striker is very much uh, on the cards of what we need. Uh, Xhaka is a key player for Arsenal, no doubt. Agreed. Uh, The Xhaka of new, anyway. The attacking midfielder, box-to-box Xhaka midfielder is definitely uh, a key player for us. Uh, Boy, Arteta really likes having holding round Around as a backup, no doubt. Going to be hard to convince Arteta, Arteta to let him go, especially after his stellar ha- hair transplant. I, I agree with you. His Alice band hair look is just beautiful, beautiful. Um, and uh, Nicola, what's going on, man? Uh, which is killer. What's going on? Um, so yeah, let's let's continue uh, discussing. I managed to catch up with every piece of communication there on uh on youtube twitch and uh, and twitter there so thanks for all the comments i really appreciate it as i said if you have any questions um about arsenal in general or anything like that make sure you put a Q at the start of the comment and then i can kind of save them and move through um towards the end of the stream i'll have a discussion about the questions um so yeah um what have we got here trossard 81 minutes dirty leads there was a few moments guys i don't know if you noticed. Uh, Leeds leaving a foot in here and there, even towards the end as well. Uh, Bamford leaving a foot on Jorginho, like in the 90th minute. And I'm like, why? And I realized, oh, they're Leeds. It's kind of what they do. Um, 83rd minute, Erdegaard uh, with a beauty of a ball. Uh, and to the, uh, this is what I wrote, by the way Erdegaard with a beautiful, uh, beautiful ball to the attacking midfielder of Xhaka with a glancing header. Uh, the thing that I noticed though, however, Saka drawing in about four or five of their players out on the right hand side, playing the ball late to Odegaard, allowing him all the space, the time and the vision to be able to calculate that pass. And then Xhaka doing that last ditch run, just (laughs) unbelievable. Um, but once again, uh, Xhaka showing again, he's easily my favorite player of the season. Um, the turnaround of him is just, I, I don't even know what really to say about it. Um, what you? What do you guys think of the goal? Um, what did you guys? Did you notice the Saka um, drawing of, uh, of four to five Leeds players to allow Erdegaard freedom to play the ball in? Um, killer, um, Deep. Would you like to see? Would you like to see your favorite player, Harry Kane, in an Arsenal jersey? No, that's that's a very silly comment. We're not going to respond to that anymore. Uh, Ayling was brilliant for us today. I agree. He, he is Arsenal of old. So Luke Ayling, thanks, buddy. Well said, Maestro. Uh, Phil, it's not like we play two strikers. So Jesus, Trossi and Baligon will be... Baligon. I'm loving these names. We find next season. Um, Trossard very much plays, as as he has played striker and whatnot. I think it would be really astute of us to make a decision and sign a... uh, And I'm not saying signing someone like Tammy Abraham, but someone of that ilk. I like Tammy Abraham, but I'm saying... Um, someone about ilk, someone that can offer something a little bit different than anything else that we've got on the bench. I would love, in a in a in a, in an ideal world, a prime time Olivier Giroud in this side. That's for sure. Uh, I don't know how you guys feel about that. Maestro, clear. He still has feelings for his boyhood club. Luke Ailing, nice. Paul's got a question. I'm going to save that for later. Um, and then we've got Rudy. Erdegaard's pass was a beauty. It felt, it fell, I'm guessing, meant to say it fell directly onto Xhaka's head. Uh, yeah, the uh, the pass and the vision of Erdegaard—it's quite interesting, right? Um, I remember having a discussion with a friend when Erdegaard was signed on a on a on a loan from Real Madrid. Um, you know, when we signed him for the six months, and he didn't rate him, whereas I thought Erdegaard was just the bee's knees. And he's pushed on to become the Arsenal's captain, and now he's performed—you know—with the displays that we're we're, we're showing now. Uh, it really shows that Erdogan was, was the correct decision from the moment that we signed him from Real Madrid. I still can't believe that we managed to sign him from Real Madrid for how much that we did. So that's crazy. Uh, that's uh, that's crazy for sure. Uh, Nikola, in, here in Serbia, we like Spurs more, but there is a couple Arsenal fans too. Thanks for the beautiful pieces of information. Really appreciate it. Maestro, going to be hard to find someone as handsome as Giroud. That's true. Used to call him GQ Giroux. Loki. Evening all. Good evening. Don't adjust your sets. It is just me, Deacon. Um, Danny, if you want, uh, as I said, if you missed it at the very start of the show, guys, um, this is the. It's been three weeks since we've done a post game match, uh, chat here with uh, with uh, Wonderland. Um, and as you can see, it is just myself. Um, so if you want to go and send Danny's going through some stuff at the moment. Um, he's okay, but um, if you want to go and send him some love, please do. You know him on Twitter at the underscore GFP. Um, so if you want to just go and chuck him some love, please go and do just that. Uh, so eating Loki, what's going on? Uh, Phil Balogun has potential to be better than Abraham's. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. He's 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 definitely he's definitely pulling up some stuff in uh, in Liga Un. That's for sure. Uh, we'll see what happens, though. At the end of the day, you know, we've got the whole preseason uh, of uh, of the summer as well. So, because we saw moments of last se- of uh, the start of this preseason, you know, of, of this particular season, we saw moments in the in the preseason. Where we're like, we look a bit different. I don't know how you guys felt about it, but I thought even in the preseason, I was like. Arsenal look different. <laughs> what the hell is going on here? So we'll see. We'll just have to play it by ear. It'll be interesting to see what happens anyway. Uh, boy, uh, SMS. Is that the... Are you talking about the uh, Savic, Savage? Milikovic Savic? Savage. Is that who you're talking about? Uh, be- um, Bellingham and Caicedo. Uh, Timbers or next best right- rated uh, young centre-back? Kavadona. Uh, see, uh, Matoma. I'm hearing rumours of Matoma as well. He scored... Again today uh, for Brighton against Brentford in a three-all game, which was was uh, was quite interesting. That was for, for a winger I like. I really like Matoma. I really like him. Uh, we have a widely versatile set of attackers. Four of them can already play striker, and this is my point. We have Gabriel Jesus, Martinelli, Trossard, uh, and Eddie Nketiah, Who you know, we've got conversations uh, about Eddie Nketiah, about whether we might want to cash in on him, Balogun possibly. But all of those players, apart from Eddie, the auxiliary strikers that we're using at the moment—the Gabriel Jesus, Martinelli, and um, Trossard—they're very sort of like false nine auxiliary strikers. Whereas I think we'd really benefit from the possibility of having someone that can bring something slightly different to the table. As I said, so uh, but in a perfect world, we sign a striker and a central midfielder. We're not going to—you know—for a fact, we ain't just signing. We're back in the Champions League. We've won the Premier League because that's exactly what's going to happen, right? We go and sign both. I'm not worried having to... It's not on all, It's not like we can only pick one. We're going to get both. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Seriously, don't worry about it. Uh, Rancid Pumpkin. Balogun deserves at least a proper try in this team. Agreed. Agreed. Definitely after his display in France, he needs to be rewarded for that. And it's going to be interesting with the preseason. Um, Tailwood Studio. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Goal-scoring wingers are much more important than having a goal-scoring striker. Agreed. Uh, we are a top of the league without one uh true city won the league without one so did liverpool it's not as vital as we think i agree i agree i just think it's in a perfect world i'm not saying you know if we're we're you know is it can we if we can only buy one and we can't get the other then sure we can have questions about the central midfield situation and the striker situation but in an ideal perfect world we're back in the champions league we've got money to spare we go and sign on an alternative striker just to compliment that's all i'm saying I completely agree with everybody I love playing strikerless love it I love playing with force nines the ability to play be able to play free-flowing fluid attacking football in the final third where you really the defending team really can't mark because they're constantly swapping and interchanging and it's completely fluid for them I love that style of football It's, it's, it's good to watch and obviously it's quite potent as well. So I agree with you. Uh, Rudy, erdegaard has been fantastic for us. Great signing. Agreed. Rancid Pumpkin. Spend the money on the, the big money on a midfielder. Who would you want? Who would you want? Because uh, up here we had, um, we had somebody, uh, well, can't remember what was it. there we go. Boy said, uh, Milikovic, Savic, Bellingham, Caicedo. Declan Rice was not mentioned there. So I'm interested to see um, who the big midfielder would be. Phil, I almost wet myself when we signed Herb Garden. Love it. Permanent. if you don't, it means Erdegaard. He means Erdegaard. Permanently, someone got sacked at Madrid for that one. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, Formerly knows uh, uh, Ari Erdegaard. There are plenty of voices uh, that thought we'd uh, be better off signing Madison from Leicester. Yes. Yes. And we we look down upon these people and we question their judgments in everyday situations. That's just kind of how it is. Um, Phil, I'd like to see Balogun play in an All-Stars game. So... Also, guys, Balogun's got a big decision to make as well with regards to where he wants to take his international. He can play for, he can play for England, United States, and is it Nigeria? I think it's Nigeria. The smartest decision here for him is to play for the United States. He, it's a, it's a very young and up and coming team. We saw that in a World Cup; they look very promising. There's a massive, massive gaping hole in that striker position for United States. Um, he's going to get game time. He's going to get experience for him. I think it's the smartest, smartest decision. But I don't know how you guys feel about it. Uh, Loki Martinelli for man of the match makes things happen. Agreed. That's exactly where my man of the match goes. I'd be interested to see what you guys think about your man of the match for the game because it kind of it went about a little bit. Some people said White. Some people said Gabriel Jesus because of his goals. A few people said Trossard, Martinelli, uh, Ramsdale, even. Uh, but for me. I think it was Martinelli. I think it was Martinelli. Uh, Kebab (laughs) Madonna. (laughs) We don't need any more players whose names I can't remember. That's true. That's true. (laughs) That's true. Clock Orange. We still need a defensive midfielder, a left-sided central midfielder, a right winger, a right centre-back, and a right-back. Not necessarily in that order or in priority with regards to first team or someone as a rotational option, um, because I really can't see past Ben White. For example, I really can't see past Ben White. So like as a young and up and coming, um, there was obviously communications that maybe Fresnader uh, was going to be an option. We'll revisit that in the summer. Uh, Phil, uh, sorry, Phil, Paul. Sorry about that, mate. Uh, we need midfielders more than forwards. I agree with you. But in, as I said, in a perfect world, we signed both. We signed both. We signed the strikers and we sign the midfielders. But yes, priority-wise, I agree with you. Maestro, get Alex Song back. I still remember the pass to Henri. I still remember it against Leeds. Was it? I think it was. Uh Peter Coulson. Sorry I'm late. Had a little cider nap. I think that's okay, considering it's a Saturday. Arsenal, uh, you know, beat uh, beat Leeds four one uh to keep us at the top of the t- we wouldn't have. Not dropped off the top of the table, you get my premise. Uh, but Peter, welcome, 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 welcome. How are you? Um, I was saying earlier, um, it is just me. Obviously, this has been three weeks since our last post-game pod. Uh, Danny's got some stuff going on. In, in, he's okay, but he's got some stuff going on. Um, so if you want to go and send him some love on Twitter, please do so at the underscore GFP. So Peter, better late than never, as they say. Uh, Phil Macker, love a sign of that, Peter, as do we all. Um, Keysby Knight, Balagan choosing and to represent the USA coming on preseason tour over here is going to hit different. Agreed, I think it's a smart decision for him. Maestro, fun fact: Eardigard can be just uh, can be translated to desolate farm. If anybody can kind of wiggle their way into uh, connecting those in connecting desolate farm and Eardigard in a positive manner, I'd love to see your interpretations of just that. Phil Macker, to be fair, Kane will be finished in three years. Balagun should be uh, should be England yes but for now I I really especially with Southgate being the manager still, I really can't see anybody pass Kane with Southgate he's not gonna he's not gonna play progressive free-flowing attacking fluid football he's gonna be playing hoof it hoof it hope for the best uh ranted pumpkin disagree Kane is 30 there is no clear successor okay this is interesting I never thought about it like that Um, so, so there are uh, conversations about possibly maybe Balogun choosing England. I don't see it happening IRL, but it's an interesting conversation to have. But I, I, if Southgate is still the England manager for the next two to three years, I think Kane's going to be starting regardless over the next two to three years. And Balogun's going to have made a, he's going to have made a decision by then because he's going to want to play. Um, or is he going to make a decision by then? Because the World Cup's in 2026, right? So he's got got a few years um, and it is in America and Canada and Mexico. So it is a home nation. So it's guaranteed football for USA. So who knows? Who knows? Um, Rudy, my man in the match is Xhaka. So I was asking, guys, Who do you think your man of the match was? Mine was Martinelli. Rudy believes it It was Xhaka for him, which wasn't the names I mentioned. Was it Ben White? Was it Ramsdale? Was it Gabriel Ezus? He got himself a brace. Who knows? Uh, Tailwood Studio. It's brilliant to have a striker to bring on in the dying minutes. But if we want to sign one of them, what's worth their weight in gold? Uh, Will they sign for a team that has a forward ahead of them? I agree. It's going to be interesting. The summer is going to be a very interesting time for us Arsenal fans, that's for sure. So we're just going to have to wait and see, I guess. Paul, USA gives him the biggest chance to play first team international and make him the most cash. He's going to f- he's going to jump straight into the first team. He's going to be playing for a number of years. He's going to be in a hosting nation uh, in 2026 with Canada, United States and Mexico. He's going to get uh, sponsorship deals through the Wazoo. Through the Wazoo. United States. Jesus Christ. The money that he would make outside of football and just being like for sponsorships and and, and stuff like that, he's gonna make a killing. That's a smart decision from Balogun for on the on the basis of football and uh making moolah. We'll see what happens, I guess. Um boy, not too fast with rice to be honest. Yeah, that's interesting. Not a lot of people are hype hype on the Declan Rice train. So we'll see what happens in the summer, I guess. Uh I also want to see Charlie Patino actually come back into the squad. So that's a question then. Do we think Charlie Patino is going to be coming back in the pre-season or do you think and uh, maybe another loan to possibly a premiership club or kind of what do what Balogun has done and go over to uh, Liga Un and uh, and tear it up there. So that's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, what about to sell um, Tierney, brilliant, uh, and get Chilwell. What? What? This is what? Nope. Get this conversation is obviously about Tierney leaving Arsenal because he's not getting game time. He doesn't fit within the Arteta system. He's not an Arteta player. Blah, 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 blah. But Chilwell, I definitely didn't see that name coming up. That's for sure. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that one. going to be honest. Loki, uh, a draw at City and seven wins. And we're champions again. Why not, eh? Why not? Why not? Let's, fu- let's fucking do it. Um, Tailwood Studios. Bringing back nightmares of Alex Song running back. When teams were counter-attacking us, and then scoring could play a brilliant pass now and a brilliant pass now and then, but his positioning as a midfielder was a shit show. Agreed. I think Maestro was taking the piss, but I agree. Uh, Eddie and is the Kane successor. Keysby Knight. Okay. Okay. Eddie's going to need to. <laughs> he needs to be the starting striker for Arsenal if he's going to want to do that. um, so... See what happens? I guess if he's an, if he's still at Arsenal, then yeah, I want him to be good enough to be able to play for England and Arsenal. It's always nice to see, especially for an English lad like myself. Uh, Klopp would uh, can be translated to ivory gobshite. <laughs> Do you remember when Klopp used to be? You know the. Uh... Uh, Bruce, a Dortmund manager, and his teeth are all fucking like this shit, just like pointing all different directions. And now his teeth are just completely perfect. So I like that. That's good. Um, uh, Rudy, uh, boys, uh, not too fussed with Rice either. That's interesting. I'm seeing that a lot within Arsenal fans about Declan Rice, a lot. Uh, Peter Coulson, am I the only one that was irritated that Saka was used when we were 2 0 up and coasting? Give the guy a rest, um, if he's unwell as well, for fuck's sake. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, I agree with you there. I'm, you know, we could have brought on Nelson or something like that. Uh, that's for sure. Um, so yeah, we got the we got the we got the Xhaka goal going back to the game, guys. By the way, um, we got the Xhaka goal. Fantastic effort uh, from Saka to draw the passages of play, um, draw the players towards him to allow Edigar to be able to play the ball in, and then Xhaka putting the ball into the back of the net to make it four-one. Um, Xhaka has got three goals in three games now. Um, definitely not what we thought we would see at the start of the season, and I'm talking pre Um, But however, we did start flirting with that a little bit towards the end of last season, and it's kind of we're kind of seeing the fruits of our labor now. That's for sure. So, uh, gentlemen's nod to Arteta for uh, for turning Xhaka into the one one of the best box to box midfielders uh, in football at this moment in time. So, yeah, that wraps up the game. Um, GG Arsenal four one. Uh, we're looking very, very tidy at the top of the table. Um, what else we got here? Uh, Maestro, Giroud was my man and them actually looked stunning. Brilliant. Uh, Phil, man. And Hey, Zeus just delighted. He scored as was I, uh, Maestro. I can see Patino at Marseille. it be interesting to see where he goes. Um, it really will be guys. Do you want Patino in the team next season? Or do you want him on loan to a top tier team? like what Balogun's done or in a, or in a premiership team, not a championship premiership team. Phil too early for Patino. Um, as you say, a prem loan would be good. I agree. Rudy, Tierney shouldn't be allowed to leave. You can never leave. No, that's it. You (laughs) will tie you in, tie you in the room. (laughs) It's not leaving. Um, I, I think Tierney will leave in the summer. I, as I said, he's not an Arteta player. He doesn't play the Arteta way he's uh quite an old as i love i love him to pieces as a person uh you know we all love the tesco's bag and stuff like that and the fact that he tucks in his shirt and he's got that model professional about him and we love that um and he's looked really good when he's come on as well i just i i think for game time he's coming into his prime now he's going to want to be built he's going to want to play week in week out i see something like a newcastle coming in for him for like 40 mil and uh I'm going to have to just say, yeah, let's do it. Uh, Chillwell being sold this summer. Um, I still wouldn't go for Chilwell. It's just... Yeah, it's just that. Uh, Jesus always comes good around Easter. It's great to see him back. Brilliant that he got himself a brace today. Fantastic play from Erdegaard on the penalty as well to kind of def- defer the mind games away from Jesus and then giving him it to a last minute and obviously him getting the goal, which, which allowed him to score the goal. Uh, in the, uh, what was it, the 54th 50, 50, 50 minute there with Trossard. Uh, that was really, really nice. Uh, Phil is Keysby on drugs. Who knows? Uh, Rice uh, flatters to deceive in terrible London plastic <laughs> Uh Maestro Tierney is Scottish Leighton Baines. Oh, God. Tierney is Rudy. Uh, Tierney is Arsenal through and through and good enough to play uh, next time next season. And I'm not questioning that either. I like him as a player. I just don't think he's going to want to hang around. I think he's going to want to game time. That's all I'm saying. Avon, welcome, evening. How are you? Uh, Peter, damn proud of you, Deke, stepping up and representing the ABW. Where are the rest of the army of the ABW professional gobshites in our time of need? To be fair, to be fair, um... You know, as I said, Danny's got some stuff going on right now. That's the reason why it's been three weeks since our last post match talk, which was the 3 2 victory against Bournemouth. And what a fucking game that was. Um, so uh, I was chatting to Danny last week and I said, Danny, if you want, I would love to do um, the post game, uh, the post match games uh, for a couple of weeks. If you're happy with that, he said, yes. And here I am in the business. Um so I thank you all for being so awesome and lovely to me considering I am um, I'm on my tod and that was a that was a that was a uh a, a choice that I made. I wanted to I wanted to do this on my own as uh you know Danny is the guy that I love to I was going to say do it with that just sounds wrong. Uh, love to do the post uh, match pods with. So uh, I'm doing in honor of the man himself. So uh, Loki, Tierney will go to Newcastle for the, for the climbing. <laughs> yeah, he will, he, he will prefer it. Uh, I think he's our best left pack. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Tailwood studio rice with less responsibility. Defensive work would be definitely a bonus in a dominant side. His ability to drive forward and not be pushed off the ball would be a joy for any decent side. Agreed with you um, guys. Remember if you have any questions, make sure to put a queue at the beginning and I've got I've got four questions at the moment uh, one from Phil one from Clock um, Clock Orange I was going to say Clockwork Orange uh, one from Boy Tendio and one from Paul Neil. So, uh, Nell sorry if you have any questions make sure to put them into the chat right now um, Phil hiding in their mummy's basements no doubt big up the Deeks thank you dude I appreciate it man I appreciate it um, Rudy um, but Tiran Tiran Kirany But TK still has a long contract at Arsenal. Why shouldn't we sell him? We need him. We need a replacement in every single position. That's it. I completely agree with you, Rudy. I just, listen, I like Tierney. I think he's a fantastic rotational option for the left back position. And some people believe to him be better than Zinchenko. He's proven to be a fantastic model professional. However, I don't think Tierney will want to wait around in the summer and next season if he's not getting week in, week out game time. That's all I'm saying. I love him. I just don't think he's going to want to hang around. That's all I'm saying. If he stays, winning. If he doesn't, that's why. Keysby Knight. Admittedly, yes. I'd be uh, be bricking this run in otherwise. Sure. Uh, Peter Coulson, you're doing great, Deeks. Thank you. Super appreciate all the nice comments It is really, really appreciated, it guys. Uh, Phil, uh, we're not here to judge if you want some sweaty Danny love. I don't think I'd be the only one involved in this sweaty Danny love situation and keys me night with a question. It is appreciated. So, right. Okay. So that pretty much sums up that then we'll answer these questions with you guys. If you want to pipe into these questions, you can as well, I don't think there's anything else that I want to discuss. Uh, duh, 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 duh. no, we're all good in that regard uh okay right then let's just do the questions then shall we if you have any questions please do so phil macker has come in with it this was at the uh, quite early on in the pod um question with jesus back trossi fitting up up, um, in up front and the possibility of baligon coming back what does that mean for eddie Dickoff? (laughs) these nicknames man are crazy so let me translate this for everybody, including people that are going to be listening to this on a podcast uh, without the visuals. Um, what uh, With Gabriel Jesus back and Trossard fitting in up front, what and the possibility of uh, Flo, Flo Balogun coming back, what does that mean for Eddie Nketiah? Um, I think Balogun deserves a chance. He's playing phenomenal football in France right now. Um, I've always liked him as a player as well. I used to watch him in the under 23s um, over at Barnet, So uh, I liked uh, I liked Balogun even back in those days. And this was like five, six, maybe more years ago. Um, in regards to Eddie and um, we gave him a contract because of what was going on at the start of this season. That doesn't mean that we can't... The, the thing is with a contract, we keep the player, but we also retain the value. So therefore, we're able to then sell the player for uh, a markup price He's going to be—he's English as well, so he's going to have that markup as well because he's English. So it's going to be interesting. I think, and I believe that I—I I not I, I see possibly Eddie going. That's—that's—I don't know how you guys think about that. I—I I, I think that's where that's going to go. Uh, I really, really do. Um, so I don't know how you guys feel about that. Um, so uh, thank you for the question, Phil. I—I I think that's where that's going to go. We're going to give Balogun the chance, and we're going to let Eddie go. But I—I I could be completely wrong. Just letting you know. Um, right. Next question. Clock Orange question. Do you think holding can still hold on till Southampton game and we get Sal- Saliba back um, only from City onwards? Um, I'm worried about the Liverpool game at Anfield with holding. I don't know how you, I'm, I'm sure you guys will agree with that. Um, but yes, give as much time as needed for Saliba to be able to come back. That's for sure. Um. Yeah. Uh, Let's let's hold. Let's fingers cross it, shall we? Uh. uh, Boy, Tendio. Uh. What? Why do a lot of Arsenal fans want to sell Balogun? Half of them would be demanding we sign him on an offseason if he wasn't already on an Arsenal contract. Agreed. I think a lot of people are in the mindset that Balogun's had his time already to be able to do what he's doing, and these are the same people that want to give Nelson a contract. So who knows? I. I guess. Let them live in their little dream world. Um. Balogun uh, and as well as the fact that he's hot property right now, so we can we can make a bit of profit or whatever. But yes, I agree. I think Balogun should get the chance. What's the point of sending him on loan for him to do what he's doing and then go, oh cheers, mate, bye. What what message does that send to, to other players that are gonna be Charlie Patino, for example? So Charlie, okay, we want you to go out on loan. If you dominate, we're gonna sell you. Bye kind of that's that's how i feel about that one so yeah i i think i want Balogun to have a chance 100 100 paul what's bigger holding's hair redemption or Xhaka's turnaround oh shit they're both monumental it's like oh christ i don't know guys what do you think i i think they're both just as big as each other i can't pick I can't pick. Uh Keysby Knight question Who starts for uh the, the front three versus Liverpool? Jesus, Trossard, Martinelli. No. Christ. Christ. What a dilemma. That's why I get pays gets gets paid the big bucks, I guess. Comes with the rank. Um Saka Martinelli. Jesus. I don't think Saka liked or maybe it was because he was feeling rough. I'm going to stick with the Saka, Martinelli, uh, um, Jesus. I'm going to do that. Um, Peter Coulson, I love the Arsenal, but I would. Uh, buy a, but, but should I spend one thousand pounds for a Wolves ticket instead of a holiday? I was hearing rumours that they were going for twenty eight and a half thousand euros. So if you found one for a grand, I guess. I guess um, they're all they're, so those are the questions for, for this moment so we're going to go back to the regular chat Tailwood Studio Kieran Tierney is definitely the best left back we don't play uh, but we don't play with the left back agreed uh, we're playing with a midfielder who just gets placed at left back on the team sheet agreed and I love it I love inverted wingbacks I'm a, a massive football manager fan um, and I love playing with inverted wingbacks that's one of my favourite things Stan the man good afternoon what's going on man I hope you're well. Uh Phil saying hey to Stan. Question, uh we'll just do the questions from now on then. Um should we just be happy to be in the title mix without the deluded bullshit bullshit expectations after all this feels good. Agreed. Something that I said and I have said in many many podcasts now with 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 ABW is enjoy it, enjoy this the journey. A lot of people like to enjoy the end. But the whole purpose of football is enjoying the journey, not enjoying the result. If you don't enjoy the the journey and you just enjoy the result, then you're not a fan of football. You've got to enjoy the journey. You really, really do. I am loving watching football right now. Watching Arsenal. I I've always been a type of person to base my entire IRL stuff around the fixture listings of Arsenal. You know, I've got every every single fixture put into my my diary on my phone. I know exactly what's happening, when they're happening, and everything like that, and I base everything around that. That hasn't changed for years. However, this season, I've watched every single Arsenal game that has been available to me. And I'm talking like even the three o'clock kickoffs, watching them on (coughs) some streams. I have watched every single minute of every single game um, so far this season, and it's the first time I've done it in a while, and I'm fucking loving it. Long may it continue. Uh, Stan, only nine to go now. I know, right? Nine finals to go. Uh, Low key with evening, Stan. Nice, 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 nice. Phil, didn't the club give Balagon Balagon, a contract based on them thinking he would be better long-term prospect uh, than Eddie? I don't know. If they did, 3D chess doesn't shock me. Tarteta, Loki, thumbs up, peeps, agreed. Listen, all right, hit the thumbs up, yeah. All right, go and hit it now. Appreciate, appreciate. Thanks, Loki. Doesn't cost anything. Hit the thumbs up on the uh, on the uh, on the YouTube's if you aren't already subscribed to the channel. It cost you nothing. Subscribe to the YouTube. If you're on Twitch, hello. Um, you, uh, If you don't already follow us, please do. If you have a Twitch Prime, it <coughs> costs you nothing. So thank you very, very much. Uh, what we got here? Maestro, Joel Campbell was in a similar position to Balogun right now. Wow, Joel Campbell. The Costa Rican. That's bringing back some names. Stan the Man, busy day, boxing next, and then WrestleMania. Oh, snap, crack, pat. Oh, wow. Okay. Stan's got it all today. Having a good day? Have you got all the? Have you got all the refreshments available for you? Oh, that sounds cool, though, man. Is it WrestleMania tonight? I don't. I haven't watched wrestling in years, but WrestleMania is WrestleMania, right? Peter Coulson really want to keep Eddie and let him and Flo duke it out for backup to Jesus. That's a very interesting concept. It's something that we could do, and then save money up, and then really spunk out for a couple of central central midfielders. Who knows? Who knows? dwtt good evening deke and chat room good evening good evening thanks for popping by super appreciate phil boxing and wrestlemania is that code for arguing with the missus followed up by makeup sex probably probably and stan's put uh put in a laughing emoji so i think he's uh he hasn't he hasn't giving anything else apart from that so that's possibly what's happened here uh, Phil living in a sort of minority report situation here. Uh, DWTT, uh, with I love your profile picture, by the way. Right, number eight is that signed as well by, I- by Mr. Ian Wright? Fantastic stuff, loving that. That's where I got my absolute obsession for the number eight, uh, which I have on my uh, my Hayward's Heath shirt here. Uh, I this is my lucky Hayward's Heath shirt, and Arsenal I haven't lost in this shirt yet, so I wear it every single game now. You know, you know what it's like with superstitions. If you have a superstition yourself, put it in chat. I'd love to hear what your superstitions are. My current superstition, as I said, is my Hayward's Heath shirt. Arsenal have not lost a game whilst I've wore. But obviously, that's not been many games, but they've not lost. So I'm wear, I wear it every single time now. Uh, front three is easy. Saka, Jesus, Martinelli. Agreed. Trossard backs them up. I agree. Agreed. That's what I said. Our version of the Jotter. Um, back when he was pushing, punishing us off the bench, yeah, Jota was horrific today, horrific as was the rest of Liverpool. But there we are. Uh, Loki holding has hair like me. only cost me fifteen quid from this day. For fuck's sake, yeah, holding that that hair transplant is impressive. Uh, Stand the man who lol, nice. Uh, Tailwood Studio. Saka was warming up for f- after fifteen minutes. He was. I did mention. I did. I did jot that down actually. Hold on. I did jot that down in my notes, actually, that Saka was was warming up quite early doors. And I can't remember where I read it, because I've got an absolute, just a mess of notes. Just an absolute and utter mess of notes. So I don't know where it is, but yeah, he was warming up really early. Really, really early. I don't know what that's all about. But, you know, Arteta said there was something about an illness going around. So uh, he wasn't enjoying the bench at all. Probably, right? Peter Coulson, question. What three teams does the Deacon want to go down and why? Uh, I'm going to have to uh, look at the table, actually, just so I can uh, really refresh thy memory. Hold the phone just one momento. Um, I, do you know what? I wouldn't mind Nottingham Forest going down because I live in Derby now. And uh, I've got a little bit of a soft spot for Derby and Derby are hopefully going to get back into the championship. Kind of pegged down Nottingham Forest. I think it's going to fucking them financially because all the signings they've made. But there we are. Um, it would be great if West Ham went down. No, they were not going to go down because they can Rice for cheap. No, um, Leeds would be nice because they're scummy Leeds. Um, and uh, I said early on Everton. I'm not a fan of um scouse teams. So possibly Everton. So let's go, right, let's just do that then. Nottingham Forest, Leeds, and Everton. And we've got 12 teams, Palace, Wolves, Nottingham Forest, Bournemouth, Leeds, Everton, Leicester, West Ham, and Southampton, um to potentially be dragged into a relegation battle towards the end of the season. Um Stan the Man, doing a fine job there, Deke. Thank you, Stan. Super appreciate it, buddy. Thank you very, very much. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I, I had a chat with Danny um a week ago and I said that I would really love to honour him and by doing a, a post-match pod and here I am. Phil, winning the title is no longer bullshit. We're winning the title. Don't worry about it. Uh, Tailwood, uh, Peter Coulson, if Sean Dykes was managing three teams, I would say them. Agreed. Uh, DWTT, DWTT stands for Don't Waste the Trip and Arsenal are enjoying the trip through the season Why not get a trophy at the end? Zinc slash Jesus. Believe we can do it. Come on, you gunners. Agreed. We're winning the title. I'm not even, it's not even a question. I'm just, I mean, as I said, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying the ride up until the moment that we're going to win the title. And we're going to win the title. I'm not worried about that. Phil Macker. I'm in the stream heaven after finding the perfect app. What perfect app? Keysby Knight, Tappy, tappy freeloaders. Oh, yes. Make sure you like the make, make sure you like the video, guys. I really appreciate it. Uh, Loki is Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant on stand. Wow, that's some names of the past. Uh, DWT. Yes, Deke, it's signed. Righty. God, fucking love that, man. That's fucking awesome as shit. Uh, formerly Noza is Rice a smokescreen for Bellingham. Finish that sentence. The idea of Jude Bellingham coming to Arsenal in the summer. I can't see I can't see Jude Bellingham coming, but fuck me, what a signing that would be! Holy shit! Um, are you an are you AJ or Fu- or a Fury guy? I'm definitely not an AJ guy. I'm a Fury guy. I'm the Gypsy King kind of. I'm not, a, but however, I'm not a I'm not a massive boxing person. But I prefer Fury to AJ. I'm not a fan of uh, I'm not a fan of AJ. That is for sure. Uh, Phil, never sleep uh, with a girl who is a spur supporter. I'm not sure if that is superstition or just high standards. I think that's probably a little bit of both. Not even high standards, just common standards. Uh, boy, Sakura is like a diesel engine. It get some time to get running. You're probably right. Uh, Loki, superstition. I have to sit down, Poshpi. <laughs> no, please. Is that really what you is that really what you do? You posh pee if you you do a week. You've been, you've been you've been posh peeing quite a lot. Holy shit! Is that really what you do? I really. I if you have any superstitions, guys, post them in the chat because I want to have a giggle. Because that's just ridiculous. I've done before. That's crazy. Uh, boy, ten. Uh, City to get relegated by the FA after they're found guilty of multiple FFP breaches. I don't think that's going to happen for a couple of years. Um, please, please, God, make it happen. I don't think it's going to happen for a number of years. I, I, they'll probably get like a five million pound fine. That's it. <laughs> you know, they got taken out of the Champions League for a couple of seasons, didn't they? Do you remember that? So, I don't know. See what happens, I guess. Peter Coulson, top three desert island video games. Where are we going? Where are we going? Where's this direction? We're talking about football and Arsenal. Top three desert island video games. Um, The ones that I've got on my library. I'll quickly answer this because I like that. Um, I've got, uh, where is it? Stranded Deep. Stranded Deep's really good. Raft, that's my favorite by a country mile. And then one more. One more. It's a very very niche options there. You know, Desert Island video games. It's very, very niche. Um, One more. I can't think of one more. I can't think of one more off the fly whilst I'm doing this. I can't think of one. Um, I'll just, yeah, as I said, Stranded Deep and... And, uh, and Raft. If you haven't played Raft, go and play it. It's brilliant. It's such a good game. Keysby night, green tea shot after every goal at the bar. No matter what happens, it's a good time. Recently, I've been quite drunk after our games. No shit, Sherlock. Phil Mack, a question. Did anyone get taken in by Arsblog's April Fool? I was ready to go on a rant about it on the FA. No, I'm not. F- what did he say? I did not. I don't know about the Arsblog April Fool. Uh, I'm not sure about that. Uh, let me know. Cool. Let me know. Uh, Table Studio, it's odd how the teams we sign our world-class players plus we're top uh, with the players who were considered rejects. Erdegaard, Jesus, Zinni, top clubs don't know how to get the best out of players nowadays. I think that's a, a thing that's been going on for many, many years. I talk about it a lot with United and the fact that they had players like uh, Di Maria there and uh, who else? Who else was there? Who's the, the Dutch? Um, Memphis Depay. United have had some well and and look at look at Chelsea. They had they had you know players like uh, Kevin De Bruyne and were like ah, oh, he's crap. <laughs> Sorry I, I, I don't know. Uh DWTT question total points versus Liverpool, City, Newcastle. I think that we'll get the three points Liverpool, one point City, three points Newcastle, so seven points. I want nine, but it will be tough. Love it. I'd rather that. Um give our best to Danny for those who aren't on Twitter. I will do so. I will do so. Don't you worry. Thank you very much, Keysby Knight, for remembering the man, the myth, the legend that is Danny. Uh, send him some love. As I said, if you haven't already, send him some love on Twitter at the underscore GFP. If you don't already, if you don't do use Twitter, which is perfectly understandable, um, just uh, just shout out love um, and I will post it up on this and then you can post watch the stream. Um, Phil, Loki is broken. I, uh, I agree with you there. <laughs> Agree with you there with the sitting down peeing i agree with you there maestro our playthrough of raft was class it was football manager a fifa and a chucky egg brilliant uh far cry great shout um i only follow the games of on arseburg's live updates uh, when i don't watch the game we seem to win more keep it up don't change that up then answer skyrim madden and walking dead saints and sinners vr oh i do you know what I've been. I've wanted a VR headset for fucking years. I'd love a VR headset, and now I finally have room to use a VR headset. I just—it's just so goddamn expensive. They're so expensive, um, but I would love to play the Walking Dead VR game. I've—I've I've always said that looks freaking brilliant. Um, Dead Island is coming out soon. That should be good. That should be good. Um, Arsblog said apparently the FA were going to deduct points uh, as we hadn't been sending the players through the mix zone after games. all right he got you well well played to uh, to Asbog I interviewed him years ago he's uh, he's a good guy Asbog good guy Um, Avon clubs not knowing how to use talented players is how we got Burkham and Henri agree agree Scarface the world is not enough video game now we're going down some classic routes loving it Peter Coulson we only sign one player this summer who Bellingham anyone Bellingham That's who I would go for. All right. We've been going on for like, what, an hour and 20 minutes here? Um, We've gone through the game. And what a game that was. A 4-1 victory over the dirty, dirty Leeds, who I hope get relegated alongside Everton. And uh, who was the other team that I said? Everton and... I can't even remember now. Who was it? That's how much I don't give a shit. Not in Forest. I'm, I'm too busy enjoying the life at the top, but there we are. Um, so we've gone over the game, the Fantastic Four one victory. We've given a, a fantastic gentleman's nod to the man, the man, the myth, the legend that is Danny the GFP. Um, so go and send him love. If you haven't already liked the video, please do so on YouTube. If you aren't already subscribed to us, please do so there as well. Um, that's my Twitter handle, at Deacon Justified. As it says, don't follow me on Twitter. You will regret it. Wouldn't recommend following me on Twitter. I do put it there. However, if you are interested in politics, then sure. But I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, as for your own peril, I guess. Um, we've got a few last comments here that I'll go through. But I would let's uh, let's end up the stream now. But I just wanted to thank you. Um, I, I'm doing this on my own, and I and, I, and it was an uh, it was an active choice from myself. I wanted to see if I could do it um, because I've done Twitch streaming for years. Uh, I used to do it full time. I love interacting with you guys. You're such a fantastic bunch of people. We love coming together and talking about the Arsenal and how wonderful that we're doing this season, enjoying the journey, having discussions, hyping us up, enjoying the possibility of, you know, we've got, what was it nine finals left? I'm fucking loving this. Really, really loving this. So thanks for being so awesome. All of you guys, I really, really uh, appreciate it. Low key, Phil, try and uh, try to sit down P, Posh P, then complain, my good man. Um. <laughs> uh, yes, I... I Low-key, man. I don't know how you do that, but there we go, I guess. Uh, any team with Dijit or Rogers at the helm? Agreed. Uh, Phil, to be fair, I love a sit-down P. I don't tell everyone. <laughs> okay, we're we're going into some deep and dark uh, <laughs> pieces of information on everyone. Uh, Rogers, even. I know what you meant. Don't worry about it. Um, up the gunners. Low-key, agree with you there. If we sign one player, then it has to be um, SMS or Casado or Bellingham. I'm guessing you mean uh, Milikovic-Savic. Then yes. Uh, the Inter Milan is it is Inter, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Loki Chisel, love you. Thank you so much for the love. Um, Phil Fabpod uh, with the ABW1. Big up the love to Danny, king of ABW. Agree with you. Um, I regretted it. <laughs> Peter Coulson, fantastic job, Deeks. Uh, the German flowerpot will be proud of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Uh, Telwood Studio. It's our hi- if our highest performing players are the ones who weren't class when we signed them, is it beneficial for us to sign world class players now? There's a there's a there's a twister for the minds. There's a twister for the minds. As Wenger would say, we don't sign world class players. We make them. I think Arteta is going to be doing similar things to that over the coming years. Uh, look at what Arsenal has done to people. There are men out here sitting down to pee. Stop that. I know, right? crazy. Uh DWTT great show deke and chat room agreed. Thank you for so much for all of the love. It is super appreciated, guys. I'm going to try and do the end broadcast here and time it perfectly with the outro and how Danny does it and I'm going to I'm going to nail it. I'm going to nail it first time. Going to nail it first time. Um drop a mic. Like. Or we'll drop a mic. Mike. Mike Wazowski that's where my brain went first. Uh yeah, drop a like, not Mike. Mike's a good lad. Agreed. Drop a like, guys, on your way out. It is appreciated. Maestro, you're all welcome. Thank you so much for all the love today, guys. It's been super duper appreciated. Oh, one more question then. Would you sacrifice Saliba for the title? God damn! I don't even want to answer that question. Sorry, Keysby. I'm just not going to answer it. I'm leaving it dead. I'm leaving it. I can't do it. Come on, you Gunners. Uh, very enjoyable podcast. We'll definitely be back. Thank you, Tailwood Studios. It is super appreciated. Um, hopefully, Danny will join us, rejoin us um, in the coming weeks, uh, and he, he will be. But hopefully, within the coming weeks, but he will be with us um, again uh, in the closing games of the season. Thank you so much for all of the love; it's super appreciated. Um, Chesney, <laughs> uh, Don Juan, you've joined. You've joined, you've, uh, you've, you've joined in. You've joined in late, but thank you so much for the love, guys. It is super appreciated. Right, I'm going to end the broadcast now. You're all freaking awesome. I will see you guys next week. Um, that is the that is a Liverpool game, right? <laughs> Super professional here at ABW. Apologies. Um, uh, yes, Sunday the ninth. Yes. Wait. No, West Ham. Have we got West Ham. No. Christ. Second, fourth, fifth, eighth. Yeah, ninth. Yeah, cool. And then it's super professional. Peter Coulson, thank you for the love. It's super appreciated. And, uh, yeah, guys, please take care of yourselves. And, uh, yeah, as they say, as they say, the gunners and all of that. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Get down, dog. Splendid business. He nearly caught the bloody thing. What are you talking about? (laughs) So I've just eaten a full quiche. Well, you don't often see them at it, so when you see them in the supermarket, they need to be swagged, Microwave immediately and get the brown sauce on them and bosh, Bob's your uncle. Never in doubt.